1: to the British Ice Hockey Podcast, available every week on britishicehockey.co.uk. Well, hello everybody and welcome to this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. And on this week's show, we'll be looking ahead to the World Championships for Great Britain, as we'll be joined by Liam Kirk. And we'll be catching up with the under-18s head coach, Sean Easton following his size bronze medal at the Under-18s World Championships last week. All of that on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. Well, hello everybody and welcome to this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. Later in the show, we'll be catching up. With the Great Britain Under-18 side, following their World Championship bronze medal, we'll be hearing from their head coach Sean Easton later in the show. But before that, it's to the Great Britain men's side now, as we look ahead to the World Championships next week in Nottingham. Great Britain have named their team for the World Championships, which gets underway on Saturday and to judge the mood now in camp ahead of the world championships on Thursday I caught up with Liam Kirk. Well Liam a big thank you for joining us before we get to this week's big tournament. How have the exhibition matches gone? Uh, you know a double-header with Latvia, double-header with Hungary, uh, three wins out of four. How how's it gone the past week?
2: Yeah, it's been good. Obviously we had a a, a long week uh, and a bit of camp a couple of two days but um it's been good in preparations co- coming up for the tournament, I think we had a, we had a big squad and those had a lot of tough decisions to make uh, you know i think every everyone deserves to be in the final team so it just shows the depth we've got and yeah the, the games went well obviously winning three or four is definitely definitely a good accomplishment especially against them teams and yeah i think we think we're, the boys are feeling good and ready to you know for the upcoming games and, and hopefully try and get gold and get back up to the, the top flight
1: and heading into um, these exhibition matches, we had we had Chuck Weber on the show last week and we were talking about how the uh, scheduling for for the training sessions and that kind of thing, because it has been a pretty grueling season for everyone, hasn't it? So softly, softly heading into it. But do you feel like the squad's hitting a peak now ahead of the World Championships?
2: Yeah, I think obviously that's the plan, right? Actually, preparation as you can, and everyone comes together and try and learn it, uh, the system that we play. Um, you know, for GB, obviously it can be different from, from what people play at club. So obviously you want to try and get that nailed in as quick as you can, and uh, and then yeah, obviously with the warm up games you you want to just use them to fine tune everything and and you know correct any mistakes and stuff like that. So that when tournament time comes, that everyone's you know ready and, and flying and, and at the best.
1: We certainly were flying, weren't we, against Latvia on Saturday? I mean, w- what a performance that was!
2: Yeah, it was. Um, it's funny you know a few guys have been talking and you know that that feeling when you know the tournament's starting and and everyone was saying that they had that the, the first game on Saturday, how loud it was, you know, full arena you know, both fans chanting back and forth. And it was, you know, he definitely had that that, that buzz and, you know, that, that second, you know, burst of energy, added energy, I should say, you know, for the game. And obviously to, to get a result against a team like that was, um, was pretty impressive.
1: I was going to mention the crowd, obviously, because that was, it's a good way to to start these exhibition matches with a match in Nottingham like that, because obviously Nottingham's going to play, um, the crowd's going to be playing a, a huge role next week, fingers crossed, uh, in in Great Britain's success. Uh, so I suppose that that's uh, that was a good introduction to what the squad can expect next week in Nottingham.
2: Yeah, definitely. I think any time I've experienced since I've been playing with the national team that we always get incredible fans and, and that's usually on the away in countries. So we be able to play at home and it makes it a lot easier for our fans to get there and... Um, yeah, it's exciting. You know, if we're gonna sell out that building every night, it's gonna be very special to play in and hopefully um we can make it a very memorable tournament as well.
1: And obviously it was a a win, like I say, a three two win, uh, against Latvia. Latvia in the in the top tier when it comes to the world championships. A defeat uh, the following night in Coventry, but we we still picked up a victory there against uh, a top ranked team.
2: Yeah, I mean obviously Latvia are really good and uh, you know they pitched us hard and, and played well, but if we're being honest, you know uh, that second game in Coventry, the guys, uh, you know, we were up three uh, one with a minute left in the second period, and you know they they got two goals, which I think if we, not to say we're soft, but definitely come off our mistakes, which which were hugely avoidable. So if if we ended that second period up three one, it could be a totally different game. You know, we let them back in, but you know, at times like that, um, you know, and stuff like that happened happens, we can learn from it and hopefully eliminate it in in the warm-up games where it's, you know, doesn't matter so much. So, when we come to tournament time that, you know, we know how to handle situations and we're up like goals, need to close out the game and stuff like that.
1: And then, obviously, the midweek, it was uh, the double-header with Hungary on Tuesday, uh, part one, at Milton Keynes, uh, 7-4 victory. Plenty of goals flying in, including two from yourself uh, on on Tuesday night and then following that up uh, against Hungary in Nottingham, back in Nottingham with a 3-2 victory. So, Certainly got a spring in our step after those uh, two wins there against Hungary.
2: Yeah, definitely. Obviously, Hungary, you know, they're in the top top flight now for for this season, and that's obviously they're a good nation. You know, we wanted to you know prove that we can we can play against these teams and get results. And um, yeah, I think they, you know, like I said, they were a very good team and came out hard. Definitely, the second game in Nottingham, and it was a lot tighter. But like I so said, we we did what we did to we needed to do to get the job done and to make sure we get them results and like I said we have that confidence going into uh, this first game coming up on Saturday that you know we've got three wins out of four against two teams that are in the top flight and you know, we're ready for, for what lies ahead.
1: Yes, and uh, we, we always, when we spoke to Chuck last week, we were saying about how the squad was going to have to be reduced um, about now, which is when we record this on Thursday. And obviously it's it's been reduced. So congratulations uh, for, for making the final squad. But it, it from, looking in from afar, it did look like it was a, a very good group of people. And, uh, you know, commiserations to those who didn't make the, the final selection. But all in all, a very good camp.
2: Yeah, it was, and uh, like, like I said earlier on, it's you know I don't envy the coaches and and the decisions they had to make. I think everyone deserves to be in that in that final team. And obviously, it's just uh, a numbers game, and, and so, some people have to be cut. But um, you know, it, it shows the depth and the strength of our squad now, and and, and the nation as a whole. If we have you know, thirty-two players that were there uh, in the squad at the start, and you know there could be even more. Some you know a lot of good players missed out on. And being in that thirty-two squad. You know, it just shows how, how, how better we are and, and and you know, hopefully it's good things, you know, moving forward for us as, as a nation that we can keep being being this competitive in camps and then um you know bring that competitiveness and uh and will and hunger uh, to the tournaments.
1: And and for you personally, Liam as well. I mean, how are how are you doing headed into this tournament? Because you know, you're back to full fitness now, been playing in Finland. Um so I mean, how are you feeling heading heading into this tournament?
2: Better now, obviously. Um you know, had the adrenalines tough, but you know, that wasn't too too bad at the start of camp. But, you know, I finished my season uh a month ago, a month earlier than uh, the elite league guys in Finland. So, you know, I've had a month away from playing games and practising high game speed. So a little bit of rust that I just need to, you know, uh, shake off and stuff like that. But by the third game I started to feel uh, a lot more like myself and, and and ready to go for the tournament. So hopefully we can um yeah, come out harder on this game on Saturday and uh, and go from there.
1: And obviously, Liam, you have got bags of experience. But what what was it like playing a, a good amount of games in in Finland the way you have done this this past season? What's what's that been like for your your development?
2: Yeah, it's been it's been good. Um, um playing uh, in a top league in Finland's definitely been um, uh, it was exciting. It was a challenge, and but uh, you know, I, I think I did pretty well and learned a lot from from that um experience. Um, definitely developed my hockey game a little further and playing different style of hockey. And uh, and yeah, I enjoyed enjoyed it thoroughly. It was awesome.
1: No, good stuff. Now, uh, just touching upon um, expectations, then, because obviously we're recording this on Thursday. Um, the the career match is, is looming large now. What's what's the expectation in camp about what's possible at these World Championships now?
2: I think our mindset is, you know, it's it's very simple. we we want to win a gold medal and, and go back up. And I think we we have the um, you know the skill and and the great determination to do that. You know, that's that's everyone's mindset coming into this tournament. You know, I don't we expect nothing less than, than a gold. And, uh, and to go back up, and yeah, I think if we, if every every night, every game, we come in with the right mindset, know that we just compete and play the way we do that underdog style of hockey, where nothing's given and, and we earn every single bit of ice that we can get. Um, you know, I think it's definitely achievable.
1: And obviously, you know that determination to to get back to the top table. Um, obviously because of injury, you weren't part of the squad last year. But is there a, a sense of unfinished business here with Great Britain to you know to to bounce back first time round?
2: Definitely, I think um, you know if you ask any of the boys that were on the team last year, and just just from watching, I think there were a couple of games that you know we could have taken points from and, and stayed up. And uh, you know, I think they'd be all disappointed that we didn't. But like I said, our mindset now is to go back up and show that we we belong in that top flight of hockey, of world hockey. And, and you know, it's it's only down to us. You know, we're we're the only ones that can control that. So you know, the, the times now, and it's you know, it's up to us to make sure we get it done.
1: Uh, and just you know, mentioning the career match. I mean, what's your um, without giving too much of the game plan away. I'm imagining all the coaching staff have been across uh, what 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 to expect this weekend in this opening match. But um, I mean, what what's your what's your thoughts on on this challenge?
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, career I'm sure they'll be a fast team and very detailed. obviously, they they played early today, so I'm sure our coaches went and, and watched that and did some pre-scouting, and and they'll have some video to show us tomorrow leading into this this match, so we know what to expect. But uh, I think every game in this tournament's uh, going to be fast, hard, and you know, close games. So anything can happen in these games, and you see top top seeds beat bottom seeds and all that kind of stuff. So uh, like I said, for us, we do not take anyone lightly. Every every game's. Um, no, as important as as the next, and um like I said, we're, we're going to be ready.
1: And just touching up, you know, that that grueling schedule that you get in these these uh, tournaments, uh, especially at the end of the season, you need that depth in the squad as well. And I mean, what's your what's your general impression about about this selection? I know we touched upon it earlier, but um there's some quality players in this roster, isn't there? So I mean, what's what's your sense on 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 the talents in the squad and what's possible?
2: Yeah, we've got we've got a good mix, you know, up and down the lineup of you know experienced age and uh, and young, you know, uh, hungry players. And um, like I said, um, the coach has done a great job in balancing out what we need for for every situation that can happen in a game. And you know, I think we've got we've got the depth to to go and you know produce defensively and shut down games as well. We've we've you know we've been known as a team that. You know, can play on the back foot and and still get the job done. Obviously, when we play these top nations and, and, we, and we fight our hardest, you know that's that's our culture, that's our identity. Is you know working for everything we get. And like I said, uh, if we go in with, with the mindset and you know we, we execute our, our plans and systems and, and work the you know the way we do, we can get the job done.
1: No good stuff. And uh, obviously, we, we we started off talking about the crowd in Nottingham for that opening exhibition match against Latvia. How important are they gonna be uh, this week? You you want to sell out, don't you, not just for Korea, but for Poland and Lithuania, Romania, the the, the whole shebang?
2: Yeah, every game. You know, obviously if every game's sold out, it's um you know, it's gonna be exciting for, for us and for the fans and um you know, getting crowd supports like having an extra player on the ice, it, it huge and it boosts you in all different situations. And yeah, like I said, we experienced it over the past um you know, four games, and um, it's going to be exciting to, you know, hopefully, you know, when, it, when it's real, the tournament starts to to see that arena packed out.
1: And and last question, Liam, how much are you looking forward to this tournament? And there's a long way to go, one game at a time, uh, but, you know, the possibility of, of doing well on home ice next week in the World Championships, how much are you looking forward to that prospect?
2: Oh, well, I'm extremely excited, like I so said, obviously, for me, you know, finishing a month earlier than everyone else, I've I've been, you know, a lot of waiting around and, And just you know, thinking about the opportunity that we have and and the excitement of it all. So, yeah, I've been counting down the clocks, and uh, you know, I'm ready. We're all ready and ready to keep going.
1: Good stuff. Well, Liam Kirk, uh, a big, big thank you for for joining us on this week's show. Big good luck in the coming matches, and uh, catch up again very soon. Thank you. Great Britain forward Liam Kirk, there joining us here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast, and a big good luck to Great Britain in next week's tournament. But a tournament has already taken place for Great Britain and uh, Great Britain secured a bronze medal in the Under-18s World Championship with Great Britain winning three of their five matches against Romania, Serbia and Spain. And for a bit of a catch-up now with how the tournament went, let's hear from the Great Britain head coach now. And on Friday, I caught up with Sean Easton. Well, Sean, a big thank you for joining us and uh, congratulations on on that bronze medal at the World Championships in, in Serbia uh, a couple of weeks ago. I mean, how was the tournament?
0: Yeah, the tournament was good. Um, a little bit of worry going into it. We had a lot of guys that haven't been to World Championship before and just didn't know if we were going to be there, thereabouts, where we wanted to be. But as the tournament went on, we progressed and we looked comfortable in the games uh, back of the tournament. Uh, just wish we had a little bit more prep time with the guys, um, just so we could start the tournament the way we finished.
1: I mean, heading into the tournament, obviously you have a, a training camp. At under-18s level, it's not necessarily, well, it'd be nice to win medals and that kind of thing, but it's it's also about player development a, a lot of the time. So what were you trying to get out of this tournament?
0: I mean, obviously, any time you go into a tournament, you want to win. Knowing the group that we've got coming up next year from the 16s, it'd be nice to kind of get into them higher groups and see if we could sustain ourselves in Group 1B and just stay up there for a while. That's kind of the aim, I think, is just, let's progress and kind of play these higher nations, play in this higher group and see if we can uh, just hold our own.
1: And after, um, you know, a very long season for, for, for everyone, really, um, what were you trying to get out of, of the pre-tournament camp as well? I mean, you know, getting getting the, the squad to, to gel, I'm imagining, it was one of the aims?
0: Yeah, getting them just gel, getting the systems in place, um, just making sure we're kind of as prepared as we can be going into a tournament. Um these sort of tournaments are really often heavily um special team involvement. So if you win your special team battles you're you're gonna go on to win a game. And it's kind of how it went. I don't think there was many five and five goals scored in the whole tournament. So special teams really played a big part and luckily pre camp we worked on it and found a way.
1: Obviously, when we talk about the results, you know, winning three of the of the five matches, um, you know, one of the defeats was against the team that that went on to win it eventually. So, um, I mean, how how pleased were you with the performances, especially against uh, Romania, uh, Spain, and, and of course the whole Serbia?
0: Yeah, uh, I said Romania. It's two years running now. Romania have kind of stopped us from getting a gold medal. Being our first game this year against Romania, we played them in the pre-tournament. We lost four one. So to turn that around and get an overtime win against them guys was pleasing at the time, but we went into our Lithuania game and if we had beaten them in regulation, that would have been a gold medal game. Lithuania was probably the, the best game. Uh, Lithuania won the gold medal and we were the only team that really took a point of them. Uh, we took them into overtime and just lost in overtime, but that could have been a gold medal game for us, but if but maybe maybes.
1: Like I touched upon at the start of this, you have to take a step back really, don't you, and go, well, it might not have worked out for these players at the under-18s tournament, but they'll have certainly learned a, a hell of a lot. The World Championships for the men's tournaments taking place um, this coming week. So, you know, in future tournaments for the men's team, there'll be players there who, who have learnt a lot from this trip to Serbia.
0: Oh, 100%. And it's like any World Championship tournament. it's The key is getting off to a quick start. So the overtime win against Romania, we were happy. We got kind of points on the board early there and we started off with a win. But if only that was a regulation win, uh, we would have gone on to kind of probably play for a higher medal.
1: And obviously there was the the result against Croatia, which I do have to mention, but I'll just gloss over it quickly. But again, that's another learning curve, isn't it?
0: It is. We knew Croatia were going to be a good team. Croatia under-20s winning gold. Um, A lot of the players that played under-20s were in their 18 squad. So we knew it was going to be a tough game. One of their guys actually went and played for the Croatian men's team when he got back and in the first game picked up a point as well. So we knew they were going to be deep in their team, in their lineup, and they were going to be a, there'd be a challenge. And I think it was just a little bit too early for us to kind of play them in that tournament. We weren't playing at our best at the time. So it's later in the tournament. That would have been a different result.
1: And that—that uh, that was one of the things she said. The the performances just got got better and better as the as the tournament progressed. I, I mean, how uh, proud are you with the bronze medal? But also, you know, how good was this two weeks for for these players and just the the camp overall? I mean, this must have been a, a great fortnight, really, for everyone.
0: It was, like you say, it's pushing on and progressing through the tournament and seeing improvements as the tournament goes on. You couldn't ask for any more. Yeah, the team bonded really well. It was great to see him kind of go out there as individuals and come back as a real real close team. But yeah, each year it's the same message is delivered. It's, we could be in a higher group. We could be performing at a higher level if we're just able to get that prep time. And it comes down to kind of having international breaks and being able to play uh, national team games more often. So we're more prepared going into these tournaments. And I think GB could be in a higher pool than what we are. But... Really happy with the two weeks and, like I said, the the progression through the two weeks.
1: And uh, just touching upon the under-16s as well, um, room for optimism here as well because, obviously, we're, these tournaments are, are taking place after COVID. This had an impact on a lot of young people's lives, including ice hockey players. So, uh, how, how are we shaping up, do you feel now, in, as, as we come the other side of the pandemic into these tournaments?
0: Yeah, I mean, I was actually out in Riga with the under-16s and that's a very special group coming through there. So GB have always produced that skill level. We've always produced the individual. Um, it's, just, it's just getting that game time to kind of really adapt to international hockey. And that's throughout like domestic leagues in the UK. We just don't play enough games. But no, we've, we've always produced talent as an individual. It's just really getting that hockey IQ and the game sense in place to push on.
1: I'll, I'll come back to you know a, a closing thought with regards to the international side of things in a second. But w- while I've got you, Sean, it'd be remiss of me not to mention um, the closing stages of the season uh, in in the National League with uh, with the Raiders uh, getting through to to that playoff final. I mean that's that's brilliant. I mean we we caught uh, a few times this year with your Raiders head coach hat on. What a way to end the season, really. Commiserations on the defeat, but but superb getting through to that final.
0: Oh, it's unreal. I mean, I was I was away for the playoff weekend against Peterborough at to Coventry and I missed that. But I watched I watched the games while I was in Serbia. Unreal and I was so happy to be able to get back and be a part of the final with the boys. Um, what a great experience and a bit surreal really. I stood on a bench for the starting uh, starting start of the game and I turned to the other coach and said, What's a little wrong for doing here? And it was yeah, it was unreal and do you know what we, we really did pull it out of the bag in the final and we were close to kind of equalising we were close to actually winning the playoffs so yeah I was really proud and what a moment that was for us
1: yeah I mean it's not, it wasn't just the final was it I mean the semi-final I mean just to let everyone remind everyone because it was a, a, a couple of weeks ago now uh, but, but what what entertainment I mean Leeds won their game 7-6 against Telford you won your semi-final 5-4 against the Steel Dogs a uh, 5-4 defeat in the final but Wow, that that was that was worth the entrance money, wasn't it, for everyone there? Those those three games.
0: Oh, I've heard a lot of people say it's probably the best finals weekend they've watched in a while, and all three of the national league games coming down to one goal. And um, you couldn't ask for kind of a better competition, really. It's, I mean, we we clutched up winning goal fifty seconds left in the game, kind of deflated steel dogs, and thinking enough time to kind of get back into it. And yeah, it's uh, it's great finals weekend, and all three teams really put a performance on.
1: And what does this tee up now? Because obviously uh, when when we spoke in the past, you know, you, you want to improve year on year. Here you are at a playoff final. Um, so, well, what what's next for the Raiders, do you feel? What's possible?
0: Anything's possible. Anything's possible. Now it's we've had that taste. We kind of experienced Coventry weekend. I think now it's about actually getting a bit of silverware in our hands and being a winner of some sort. So, yeah, we've been a bridesmaid this year. Next year, we want to be a bride.
1: Well, a big congratulations to everyone at the Raiders. Commiserations at the same time, but but what a way to end the season. And and, and well played, everyone who made that uh, the, the, the playoffs. <laughs> what, what a weekend. So many goals scored. Um, but um, we've we got you on, Sean, as well, to talk about the international side of things. I mean, what's your thoughts on, on next week's tournament for the men's side? Uh, what, what's your view on, on what's possible next week?
0: I, know, I think they're going to get promoted again. Um, Their warm-up games... Oh, well, I think they won three out of the four warm-up games. They look strong in them games. Uh, They've got a lot of experience. They've got the same team, the same guys that have done it and been there before. So, yeah, I'm pretty confident that they're going to go on and get promoted again.
1: Well, fingers crossed. And, uh, Sean, um, we're, we're going to do a show towards the end of May for the, the women's playoffs. Uh, but you're probably the last head coach I'm going to speak to this season. So, just a bit of interest, really. It's been a long season for all their coaches, especially for those who've got international commitments as well. What What are your plans now? I mean, when do you start thinking about next season? Are you having a, 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 a You don't have to tell me where you're going. I'm not Judith Chalmers, but where uh, <laughs> yeah. do you have a little break now? And, and when do you start thinking about next year now?
0: Oh, next year's already kind of started. It started a few months ago, really. It's so uh, yeah, recruiting the team, make sure we come back a bit stronger than what we were this year. That's well underway. Um. Hopefully, I'm nearly done on my recruitment. Uh, Just got to find the imports now that we need and want. Uh, And then hopefully, I'd say, hopefully, let's say May, June, I can switch off from hockey a little bit and get back to the real world a little bit and work.
1: Well, Sean, you deserve a rest. You deserve the break. Thank you. Uh, Sean Easton, uh, head coach of the Raiders and head coach of the Great Britain Under-18 side. A a big congratulations on on a great way to end the season. A, a, A playoff final and a bronze medal uh, on the international front and uh, a big thank you Sean for, for joining us not just on this week's show but throughout this season and uh, have a lovely summer
0: We do Ben and you too
1: Great Britain Under-18s head coach Sean Easton there joining us here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey podcast and that's it for this week's show a big thank you to Sean and Liam for joining me on this week's edition remember for all the latest goings on from the world of British Ice Hockey you can visit the website www.britishicehockey.co.uk. But I'm Ben, and you'll make sure you all have a lovely and safe weekend. Bye bye.
2: Sports Social Podcast Network.